Welcome to the Foxy Digitalis podcast for November 3rd, 2023. I'm Brad Rose. How is everybody doing? Hope you're doing all right. Hope you're hanging in there. Got a got a real random one for you today. Um, at the, the back of the show, I'm really excited about this. I've been kind of teasing it for a little while, but it is an oral history of DAD's Love Will Make You Stay. Uh, DAD was the solo moniker of Zach Robinson, who is a composer and musician. And he put out one album, The Construct, back in 2013. Love Will Make You Stay was the third track on it. It also featured Shreya Summers, then known as Shreya McKell, um, on vocals and production from Charlie Oliveira, a.k.a. USA Gold. And it is legitimately one of my favorite songs of the last decade. But before we get into that fun ridiculousness, um, if you are in Tulsa, small chance you are, but if you are, um, I have a performance and an opening performance of an exhibition happening tomorrow at Philbrick Museum at 11 a.m. The Sound Leaves is an interactive and immersive piece project. Um, basically I mic'd up a huge pile of leaves and people are going to get in it and we're going to make some sounds and I'm going to mix them and make, hopefully people will think about the effects their actions have on our sonic landscape and what that means. And hopefully people have fun too. So that's tomorrow, 11 a.m. Philbrook. If you're in Tulsa again, I realize slim chances, but whatever. Also, this week uh, was the one-year anniversary. Is it an anniversary? I guess it's an anniversary, but it was, it's been a year since Norm Chambers left us. And I just wanted to take a second to, once again, just, I don't know. I just, I love Norm. Norm was the best of us. Norm, everybody knew his music. Um, under his own name, Panabright, all the you know other monikers he had, um, and his I mean his discography speaks for itself. It is one of the all timers, but the the thing that uh, if you know his music was amazing, but Norm was an even better person. He was just generous and thoughtful, and really took time. Just to, I don't know, just to be caring and just give people time and just, I don't know. He was, like I said, Norm was the best of us. Um, and yeah, I still listen to his music all the time and really miss him. Um, notably, his his partner, um, I don't know the whole story. I think that he's, I think she said there were basically two unreleased albums on his band camp when he passed and she, she released those on the year anniversary, um, which is awesome. And so, you know, continue supporting Norm's family and, and 
pick those up, pick anything in arms up. It's all good, man. It is all good. So yeah, shout out to Norm. A little bit of business. Um, the seltzer salon is no more as a standalone entity. I kind of said this various places, but, uh, it's basically just going to be assimilated into this. So I have some other conversations recorded that we're going to be seltzer salon episodes, but it really just makes sense to have them as part of the Fox Digitals podcast and have it all condensed into one place. So, uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, the last one yesterday was with Carlos Sino, which it's really wonderful. Um, and then next week, I believe we will have, uh, there'll be a conversation with Matt Worth of Revenge International. We're going to be talking about Pauline Anna Strom and those amazing reissues that Revenge has coming out next week. So uh, keep an eye on that. And if that wasn't enough, before we get to the oral history, the album of the week is one hell of an album. It is one of the albums of the year, I would say. But for right now, it's the album of the week, and it is Voice Actors Fake Sleep. Preparing a four and a half hour sprawling collection of engaging, adventurous, sonic narratives into like a full length album is one hell of a feat in and of itself. Um, voice actors sent from my telephone was this sort of amazing labyrinthine masterpiece. It just, it's still hard for me to get my head around. I, I've, I have listened to all of it. Um, there was, there was one time I was, I had, I was in the car for a long time one day cause I had to make a, I had a bunch of errands run. I had to make a pretty long trip somewhere and I, that's like all I listened to and yeah, it was a perfect soundtrack anyway. Um, cause it, but it was like overwhelming that sent from my telephone, but in the best way. So fake sleep is a little more manageable, but it's still just such an immersive listening experience that I kind of get just as lost in it. Um, the thing that I always come back to with voice actors work who are the duo of Noah Kurtzfile and Levi Lancer is how the world their music creates. It's so vivid and detailed. Like there's this loosest haze surrounding everything. It's like, we're looking back in our lives and we're thumbing through our memories, but from a distance and everything is just. Like, I feel like I'm there in the space with them or something. The sparseness in the production, it really only heightens the impact of every element. Ghostly synths fade in and out of range across a skeletal rhythms on You Projected 2, which is one of my favorites on the album. And it creates this live foundation for Kurzweil's voice to just pull us into this trance-like state. And it's two minutes long, but it lasts a lifetime before these sort of swirling chords morph into this bright white void and send us into another zone. And I love the combinations of sonic layers, lilting piano arrangements and electronic tension on free fall as Kurzweil lulls us into giving in and giving up. And the noise swashes and aqueous keys on exposed or nervous rhythms and airy synths and vocals on shoulder length. There's so many moments to explore and fell fake sleep that is tremendous. 
Kurzweil's lyrics are always so evocative too. They kind of pro- like projecting these small moments, like they're monumental beacons, describing passing thoughts as though they're the most important phrases of all time. They take us straight into these spaces that voice actor creates, like on Camden. It's like between the cadence of her delivery and the timbre of her voice, these words, these mantras in our heads, our own mind given life by this disembodied voice that's simultaneously distant, but also really, really intimate. And this might be the weirdest association ever, but when she says bored, 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 it reminds me so much of how the Grinch stole Christmas, the feast, 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 feast part. I don't know. It's like so weird that my mind went there, but it makes me love it even more because it just, it evokes these very specific things. Like that's what their music does. And it makes it really, like it makes it easy to connect to, but it makes those connections so much more meaningful. But back to Camden and then the way it bleeds into what it's worth and it's sort of silky hypnagogic silhouettes just makes me levitate even more. It's like, what an album though. Yeah. Whew. Whew. Uh, voice actor is such a special duo though. It's like one of my favorite projects around right now. I often associate this and like music in this vein with Boomcat for some reason. I, I don't know. And it's not a bad association in my mind because, um, as I was saying yesterday on social media, Boomcat still wear the crown, but I'm not sure why, but for me, whatever this like world genre realm of music is, this is the pinnacle of it. It's unlike anything else in a lot of ways. And it's just so memorable at the same time. So one of the year's best albums, one of my favorite projects, can't wait to see what they do next. Uh, can't golden, recommend it. enough. Golden, Okay, so DAD's Love Will Make You Stay. I love this song so much. And when I kind of decided to change up the format of this podcast and was thinking about what absurd ideas have I had that I've just kind of shelled because I didn't really have any place to do them or put them. And this was the top of the list. And I've never done an oral history before. That's a new thing to me. And I had a lot of fun. I think it came out really great. And now I want to do more of them as if I have the time to do that. But hey, we'll figure something out. So if you have a... If you have a song or an album or a show or something you think would make a good oral history, let me know. Um, but yeah, Zach Robinson was slash is DAD. Zach is a composer, a musician. He has, he does all the music for the Cobra Kai series and he's done a lot of other stuff. And this album, it came out on, I think he released the digital version and initially in the cassette, uh, came out on Hasu mountain. And so when I had this idea, I reached out to Doug and Max and Doug was like, hell yeah, let's do it. And then contacted everybody and put me in touch. So Doug is the man. Um, and yeah, so I love, like I said, I love this song and now we're going to, we're going to know all about it. I hope you all enjoy this as much as I enjoyed doing it.
Uh, my name is Zach Robinson. Um, I also used to go as DAD back when I used to make electronic music. And Love Will Make You Stay was a song on my lone DAD LP, The Construct. Max and I were a year ahead of Zach. And um, Zach, as like a freshman in the peak, or as like an incoming freshman in Northwestern, during the peak of like Facebook era, had posted like I'm coming to Northwestern and like who wants to start a math rock band and I'm like me I was in my dorm um at at Northwestern where I met you know the House and Mountain Boys and I I started writing DAD as a composition major when I was 18 just I was I was very inspired by 80s music and just getting into production and it was all I mean that a lot of that album and a lot of my first EP um was just in my dorm like with the midi keyboard and and that's it so that's that that is just how i how i got into it and throughout college he was playing shows in chicago and like house parties and like some of our early sort of like diy show memories were like seeing dad and like meeting a bunch of friends that went to columbia college my name is charlie olvera uh and uh i'm one of the uh guitar players in the band babysitters club uh, and I'm also uh, one of the arrangers, composers, and producers of the song Level Make You Stay uh, as USA Gold. I just graduated, so it was like 2012, and I was staying with Doug and Max of House and Mountain. I was staying with them for a month in Chicago just to kind of like play in our band together and whatever, like try to postpone my adulthood. So I like was sleeping on an air mattress at their house, and I was working on DAD on this album which would be the construct and Charlie who I had just met that summer basically was showing me that he also like had been doing some synthwave stuff. Well, Zach and I met through, uh, Doug and Max from house Sioux mountain, who are also my bandmates and babysitters club. Uh, they had been in college and also in a band with Zach called the earth is a man. And so, uh, when I moved up to Chicago, I'm from Indianapolis originally. Uh, and when I moved to Chicago uh, and started, uh, you know, uh, hanging out with Doug and Max, um, they said, you know, we know somebody, we, we're friends with a guy who makes similar kind of music, their kinds of music to you, um, and introduced me in fairly short orders to, to Zach. Uh, and that was that. It was like, oh, yeah, we, we do make the same kind of music. <laughs> and he showed me what would become love will make you stay and it was no vocals it was just an instrumental and it was pretty much like how you're hearing it like there was some there was like really a kind of verse chorus and that's kind of it and i played guitar over it and we kind of worked on it together but like a lot of that foundation was was really was charlie and i think then i moved back to la and then we just kind of like forgot about it for a little bit I think he was making the album at his own pace for years. I was putting together this album and I was like, I think I need something else and I need to get to like 10 tracks and whatever. And I, and then I hit Charlie up and I was like, Hey, like, let's maybe finish this song and it'd be great to get vocals on it. So I'm Sharia Summers and I sang vocals and wrote the lyrics. And so I wrote the lyrics, melody, and sang. I would go to this bar in Silver Lake, Hyperion Public. Sharia Mikhail was 
was the like server slash bartender every Thursday when I used to go. Um, and I just became friendly with her and I found out she was a singer and I was looking to collaborate. And I just was like, do you want to just do I just need a singer. Do you want to work on this song? Yeah, Hyperion Public. I was I got a, a job as a server there. And then I feel like it. there was just a bunch of like actors and music people that were all working there at the same time. So I feel like it was like a mutual friend. Like he came in and we started chatting about music stuff. When I wrote it, I heard it. At, I didn't hear female vocalist on it initially. Um, when, when I wrote it, I did hear vocals over it, but it was like like Steve Perry, like, like O'Sherry style, like kind of like husky power ballady vocals over it. So before we recorded, I like went over to her place once and I remember and like Charlie had like written some lyrics, but they were like, I remember the first pass was called like Neural Highway or something. And it was like, so it was so I remember like bringing Shreya and she was just like, it was so like Johnny Mnemonic core. And it was like, what is this is not kind of she was kind of like, do you mind if I just like kind of do my own thing? And I was like, yeah, it's fine. Actually, he sent me the track to Top Line. That's how it happened. It wasn't like we sat and wrote it in the studio. I believe it was like he was like, hey, I have this track. Do you want to write a song to it kind of thing? And so I had been able to spend a few days like, oh, this would be cool. This kind of works with it. So and then I think I sent him like some voice memos and he was like, yeah, come into the studio. We'll track it. I was working for a composer for a while and we recorded at his studio just like after hours. Uh, she came over. So we had a really good mic. We had a really good like preamp. Um, and it just sound it sounded really good and we just did a bunch of takes we overdubbed it like tons of times i feel like that i was inspired a little bit by the 80s vibes of it and i i remember thinking like oh this could be one of those like 80 song 80 songs like um turn around like that kind of like creepy you know like the lyrics are actually super creepy but it's also still upbeat fun and poppy and so I, I kind of approached it from more of like a stalker storyline in my head of kind of like just a homewrecker type, you know. I remember she kind of came up with, I think, the, the catchiest part of the song, which is... credit goes to her like she she really she came up with that i feel like zach's production of the track though is what inspired that like poppy element to like telling a story the creepy story and and having that like moment of the hook or whatever and then credit to charlie because he makes the vocals i'm not a great vocal mixer and he makes the vocals and i and i thought i always am actually really impressed by the just like the very subtle uses of, of delay um, and the and the verb choice on on the vocals. The the thing that was really exciting to me was you know so so Zach shipped me back all of the stems plus uh, Shariah's vocal stems to to mix and master. And there was a there was track on there named like Mariah Adlibs or something like that. That was all like at, like last chorus, and I think he just went like recorded a bunch of like now do a take of you know cool you know ad lib you know and and it was like oh this is so it was like having a like 
a vocalist at your fingertips, basically, who could do all the stuff you always wanted. Um, so that was super, super fun. Yeah, exactly. I was like, literally, like, let's just go overboard for the final for the final chorus. Like, let's just do it. And like, we're gonna have a giant fade out. And uh, that's, I think we just need to overload it. And yeah, there were a lot of tracks. So you end up with a lot of colors, but then it's also it's like, oh, shit, I got to mix all of this. <laughs> Construct came out 10 years ago and I still remember hearing this song and just, <laughs> it just grabbed me immediately. And I, this whole thing started, I told, I think I told Doug and Max, I think that I've probably put this song in more mixes over the last 10 years than any other song. I can't quite explain why it is so perfect to me, but 10 years on it, holds up it's as good as ever and you know looking back it was clearly a important piece for all everybody who made it too uh it's so proud like super super proud um and and grateful that uh, you know grateful to zach and shariah for you know taking a, a half-formed idea and, and you know, fully bringing it to life and uh, grateful to Zach for all of the exposure, you know, the, on the album, and um, grateful to everybody who likes the song. It, you know, that's it. It's an intensely gratifying experience. But I mean, this definitely stands, like I said before, as like a, a marker of you know our label can contain anything we want, and it's just about our friends and their talents and whatever they want to express. You know. I feel like I might appreciate it more than I did then. I feel like 10 years ago, I might have been more of the like noise dude who's just like, and now I'm like, oh my God, like I want this music to be in the credits of the movie about when I was a teenager. But that's what I love so much about songwriting though, is like the genre can be anything with like different instrumentation, but it's that like the hook and melody and the story that really is like the art of like songwriting. I found that I was able to like kind of imbue those those values of like when you're right when you're writing for yourself and when you're writing doing something for fun like I found a way and I think DD was a really big part of that to say hey like I can still utilize these tricks and utilize these production techniques and and use my voice and put it onto the screen and people will dig it and I think I mean Cobra Kai is the biggest example of that like this this song might have been on our like our reel to get Cobra Kai like this it and it totally might have been and I know that other DAD tracks were but like this one too it's it's really full circle and I I really value that the album and I just people ask me all the time if I'm going to do another one and I always say that kind of DAD got channeled into Cobra Kai like I I feel like I get that output um I haven't really had the urge to revisit like DAD and kind of go back into that um, because I just feel like I'm I'm just expressing myself anyway. I don't feel that urge.
There may be no DAD in the future, but you can hear Zach on so many incredible projects, perhaps most notably Cobra Kai and Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Check out his website for a full list of credits. His newest project is Obliterated, a new Netflix series, which is out soon. Really shows off uh, his range as a composer. He's just done so much stuff and is always doing stuff. Highly recommend you keep up with it. Sherea Summers has a new album coming out next year, and she's had some really, really great recent singles uh, this year, which you can hear wherever you stream music. I will include some links in the show notes. I should mention her band, Banta, recorded a song called Dark Charms, which is kind of an alternate universe version-ish of Love Will Make You Stay. Uh, most of the same lyrics, but it's in a very different vein. Check that out. This won't be the last you hear from either Zach or Shreya on Foxy Digitalis, though. I'll just say that. Check out Songs of Our Lives if you haven't yet, and keep an eye on that space. Charlie, Max, and Doug still playing a band together. Hang out. Killing it up in Chicago. The latter two run Hasu Mountain. One of my favorite labels in the world that just keeps crushing it year after year. A thousand thanks to all of them for being so game for this and for Doug, especially for just spearheading it and helping so much. If you haven't heard DADs, the construct, you know what to do. And if you skip ahead to track three, love will make you stay first. I wouldn't blame you. It's a great album though. All right, that is it for this week. It was a jam-packed episode. I hope you had as much fun as I did. I love doing stuff like this. Uh, check out the site, foxydigitalis.zone. Definitely listen to the other podcast, Songs of Our Lives. It has been so good, and it's so much fun. Next week, it's Patrick Sharishi. Hell yes. So that'll be awesome. Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash foxydigitalis, and you get those episodes early. And not only that, you get extended versions. And I'm going to tell you, the Patreon section of Patrick's episode is especially good. It's especially good. And also the Larry Wish one, honestly, that we can't this week. He tells a batshit story about basically almost dying at Yellowstone when he was a teenager. Uh, hell yes. We'd love to hear it because he survived. We wouldn't love to hear it if he didn't survive. But he survived. And Larry's Larry's doing well. So patreon.com slash Foxy Digitalis. Holler me on whatever social media of your choice. Send me an email. Send me a voicemail. Until next time, just remember the sound is forever.